is it too late for me to say happy new year? I know we're rounding out on like what, like the third week of January um, of 2020, but anywho, happy new year because you haven't heard it from me. Um, you know, 2019 was nothing like I thought it would be. Of course, I knew it would be transitional um, because I was changing jobs, but I didn't realize I would experience transition literally throughout the entire year. I mean, from landing you know, my on paper dream job that I was talking about at the beginning, um, to quitting that job, to go into entrepreneurship full time, to my grandmother passing away, to landing my first commercial contract. Yep, I did. I will go into that a little bit later. I mean, really just wow. Like, wow. Last year, which is really still weird to say, um, was really a learning experience. So today I really wanted to share some of the biggest lessons that I learned, both good and bad, so that you can hopefully either avoid or try some of them out. You're listening to the Busy Biz Podcast, and I'm your host, Alexis C. Richardson. I built my five-figure business right out of college and while working a nine-to-five job. After five years in corporate and three years of building my business, I bet on myself and quit my job. It's time to build the business of your dreams, and we're going to do it together. If you're ready to build the business while balancing a nine-to-five, turn up the volume and let's do the work. So first up, I was talking to my membership group about this. I think it was last week during one of our trainings, um, is that I really learned so much in 2019 that small consistent steps have an unimaginable impact like the seeds the small steps the small seeds that you plant now like will have a harvest that you will not even like imagined I think that you as and many of us as entrepreneurs get so concerned with the perfection of it right putting out just the perfect thing that we we cause ourselves to be indecisive. We don't we have so much indecision and it causes us not to act. And because we're not making a decision, right? You end up not getting anything done. And this lesson of like small consistent steps became real with me especially in the first couple of days of this new year because I landed my first commercial photo contract and this is my first one in photography ever and it was literally nothing but God like the the long story short of it it was literally nothing but God that made all of these connections happen but last year I'll be honest I wasn't really consistent with like content on social content on this podcast, you as my dear podcast listener definitely understand that I'm not necessarily the most consistent when it comes to public facing content, but behind the scenes, what I am very consistent, consistent with is putting in the work behind the scenes. I was shooting weddings, families, bloggers, babies, really whatever I could. Um, because photography for me is not just a business. It's my passion. It's how I kind of like release and it's like, um, my escape. And so. The same person, there was someone that I guess had been watching my photography, watching my growth as a photographer, was the same person who ended up approving my commercial contract, which is like mind-blowing because you never know who's watching, which is one of the reasons why I'm definitely going to do better at showing my work, but I was still consistently keeping up with my photography craft, not knowing that 
I was going to be able to secure my biggest photography contract to date because of those small, consistent steps of me showing my photography growth um, and just really talking about it in public spaces. And that is just one of the examples of the power of small, consistent steps. And I mean, I know that as a, um, you know, an aspiring entrepreneur or entrepreneur or someone who's just probably getting started, you get in your head or really, no, I think this is pretty much with everyone in entrepreneurship or business ownership. I think all of us get in our head um, because usually we feel like there is so much more that we could be doing. There's so much more that we could be putting out and there's so many things in our head, but we, we somehow it's just not translating or it's not the best that we think it could be. So whether that is, you know, because of a lack of time or perfection, paralysis or whatever your roadblock is, um, you aren't consistently um, presenting what you know that you can do. So you just end up, you know, stopping or not doing it or whatever that is, you know, Um don't do that to yourself. Like no matter how small the step, make one every single day. Like every day I might not necessarily um, be putting my best foot forward, right? Um, There are days that just suck, let's be honest. Um, Or that the creative juices just are not flowing and things are just seemed like, okay, this is just frustrating. Nothing is going right. But if you make those small consistent steps, like you... You, you really just can't, I, I, I don't know if I'm explaining this good enough, but those small consistent steps will add up. Like they will make a difference. And I'm telling you, God will blow your mind if you are faithful with those small steps. He will do the rest. Um, lesson number two, this is like a big one for me. And I think I probably have harped on this, but whatever. Um, cutting unnecessary expenses made my cash flow pop in in 2019. So last year, uh, I almost slipped up and said this year, but last year I did a tool in service purge and saved four figures. Four. Um, I talked a, a, a bit, quite a bit about this in episode 18. So if you want a little bit more details, you can go to episode 18 and take a listen. Um, and I did this um, this purge of sorts um, for several reasons. One, I realized that I had a lot of overlapping services that I just wasn't using or I wasn't optimizing. And two, I didn't talk about this one as much on the episode, but my 2018 expenses were like ridiculous. Yeah, I just, who it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but yeah, my 2018 was, I, was really focused on learning um, and really developing the craft of building a business and learning how to do that efficiently and um, on scale to scale. Um, but there were definitely a lot of purchases, in my opinion, that I did not have to make. But this year, because of the tool purge that I did, the service purge, I saw almost a 50% net profit. And I really believe that that was because I was stewarding my money better and not just spending it on every course or every experience that popped up. You know, I was I was being much more careful with the services and tools that I invested my money in. So God, I think, was like, you know what? Okay, she ready for more. So I'm going to bless her with more. And I really want to challenge you to look at your tools, your services, your courses, 
coaching, you know, whatever services and tools that you currently have and really evaluate what you need and are actually using to run your business. I promise you, you will be surprised by how much you can actually save by just simplifying your tools and services. Not going to harp on it because I talk about it in um, episode 18, but that was really one of the biggest lessons I learned in 2018 and definitely in 2019 when I saw that net profit increase from the previous year. So we are on the last lesson that I'm going to cover today, which is lesson number three, be a good steward. So you may be wondering like, girl, what does that mean? Um, So you may not have all the clients that you want right now, but serve the crap out of the ones that you do have. Um, Heck, maybe you don't even have clients right now. This gives you the perfect opportunity to create the best content that you can because trust me, once those clients start coming in, you're not gonna have as much time to create content because client tasks will trump your content. Trust me, like the people who pay you trump the free content. Um, so while you're waiting on those, um, you know, clients to come in, create some valuable content. Pitch yourself to write articles so that you can establish online authority or even approach your ideal clients with, you know, um, a discount on, you know, your new offer so that you can get that first client testimonial. This is your season to start planting seeds so that when you do get clients, more clients coming in, you can enjoy the harvest of those overflowing clients. Um, and just to kind of put this in like a real world example, um, cause I know steward is one of those words like, huh? Um, I have a online business management client who was successful in her business. Um, she only had, I think at the time about two people, maybe like two and a half cause she brought someone in every now and then. So really two and a half people consistently helping her, but she was overworked. But once I started working with her, I quickly implemented a couple of systems, suggested some improved processes, um, or processes, How do you say that? Whatever. Um, And then I also proposed that she start hiring a ton of more people. Um, I knew that we had to plug in like the foundational things, um, you know, a lot of the operational systems and things like that before we even thought about taking on any larger projects or really not even too much more projects as what she had. Um, and as we started building and implementing, you know, the holes that she had became more evident. So we really just start plugging away even more. And as we were plugging away, the client requests and the new clients were just pouring in, literally pouring in. We could not even handle the overflow at some times. Like we, our hiring was not, um, con- like it wasn't keeping up with like all the new requests that were coming in. But I share that because I I honestly believe that because we weren't focused on getting more clients, getting more projects, because of course that would be more money to hire more team, we were really focusing on stewarding what she had better, serving the crap out of her clients, improving the processes, and they started noticing that. And we really were focused on sharpening that skill set because stewardship is a skill set. It is a muscle that takes time to build. And I think because we were focused on that and weren't focused on um, getting all those clients, she and her business were blessed with overflow. And because of that, because of that overflow, she was easily able to hire on more people. Um, Good stewardship 
is really critical on every single level. Like build that muscle now so that you can scale without having to worry if your um, customer care or your level of customer service is going to like completely crumble, right? So those are the three biggest lessons that I learned um, in 2019. And I'm still learning that because I'm seeing the fruit of really uh, working towards those things in you know, I'm seeing the results in this year still to this day. Um, so to recap, the three were um, the first being be consistent, even if you have to make baby steps. Trust me, the power of the baby steps is unimaginable. Um, number two is cut all unnecessary expenses. Look, I am definitely a uh I don't know, like guilty of, I guess I should say, of shiny object syndrome, but I had to beat that thing down, like beat that shiny object syndrome in my spirit down because trust me, your net profit will thank you at the end of the year. Um, Number three was just be a good steward to what you have. If you are a good steward of what you had, God will bless you with more. And that's it for this week. I can't wait to see you on next week's episode. Yes, I am coming back next week. I don't, I can hear you grumbling already. Like, no girl, you ain't. I I am coming next week. Um, But for more information about this week's podcast episode, head on over to thebusybiz.com slash episode 29. It's time to build the business of your dreams. Let's get to work.